0: WRKS Pickens-Jackson. You ready?
1: Let's go! 10,
0: 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out-of-Bounds Show with Bo Bound. streaming around the world live at the Out-of-Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The soul The Zone.
4: Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9, The Zone, our number three on a football, baseball, basketball Friday. That's right. It's a loaded Friday here in the Out of Bounds show, live in the Bank Plus studio, streaming worldwide, wherever you might be. You can listen via the Out of Bounds radio app. Blake Scott filling in for the incomparable one, correspondent Bo Bounds out in Nashville. He's on his way back now. We heard from him live in our number two as we talk a little hell State hoops. The Dogs with a monumental win over Florida. Tolu Smith, 28-12. The man was an animal, an animal down low. And the Dogs are able to get past the Gators for what looks to be a NCAA tournament birth ceiling win. Your thoughts on the Ag Up Equipment text line today, 601 885-3776. 885-3776. That's 885-3776. The Ag Up Equipment, John Deere Tractor text line. Visit agup.com for a retail location near you. We've been talking a lot today. I want to recap kind of what we've been going over before we head out the door here in just about an hour. We have SEC Hoops as Mississippi State takes on Alabama today at 12. Second game of the SEC Tournament for the Dogs. First for the Crimson Tide of Alabama. We also have some big weekends on the baseball diamond. Mississippi State hosts Lipscomb. Ole Miss hosts Purdue. Two totally different state of affairs for the programs. Ole Miss, coming off their national title last year, it's been pretty smooth sailing. You're still still a little nervous about Hunter Elliott. And let me be. Let me take five seconds to say this. If you're an Ole Miss fan and you think everything's okay with Hunter Elliott, you may want to dial back on the confidence just a bit. As someone who's watched a lot of baseball, college, high school, ma- minor leagues, and major leagues, I've worked in minor league baseball. I've been around the game in a lot of capacities. Whenever a pitcher misses time, especially early in the year with an arm injury, you have to be cautious. You have to be a little nervous. And the longer he goes without pitching, the, the more nervous I get. The original timeline has been kind of laid out as April. He might come back. It makes me nervous. Makes me nervous. But right now, if you're an Ole Miss baseball fan, it's 11-2. That's all you got to worry about. You're 11-2. You've hit the ball like you're the Bronx Bombers from back in the day. You look like the 90s LSU programs. I mean, unstoppable offense for the, the Ole Miss Rebels. But what they've struggled and been able to make up but have struggled somewhat is in the pitching staff. We'll see what that does. I expect Ole Miss to win... Minimum two out of three, but probably win all three against Purdue. Eight and four Purdue ball club. Ole Miss going to pitch Doherty, Saunier, and Rivas. That's the three starters for Ole Miss. On the other side of the state, Mississippi State struggling, scrounging, trying to figure out a way to... I, right the ship? I don't want to say that the ship is not righted. I I don't want to be overblown about what's going on. I, I don't think it's you know the end of the world. I think you're in a very difficult position if you're Chris Lamonis and Mississippi State. When you miss on an entire class of pitchers, as it appears to be, and then for some reason, the guys that are in the building the longest seem to be Struggling to take the next step, that's an alarming state of affairs if you're a Bulldog fan. That's an alarming position to find yourself in in year five of the Chris Lamonis era. See, that's if you're in year two, year three, maybe I get, you know, something happened, you missed something that was hard to get a good recruiting class the first year, whatever. That doesn't, you know, doesn't appear to be the case. In start You're some there is some disconnect between this pitching staff as players and the pitching coach slash head coach in the development of those guys. You're starting Jarangelo Sanjay, a freshman, on Friday. You're starting a transfer senior in Landon Gartman on Sunday. You do not have a Saturday starter right now. TBD, as we like to say, in the baseball business. It's to be determined. It's old TBD. He gets a lot of he gets a lot of games around the country. So you need I look Lipscomb's lost six in a row. They're five and eight. You, you got to win all three at home. An inferior opponent, an inferior talent. You have to win all three games. I you know Chris Lamonis came out and said last weekend, going into Sunday's game against Cal, hey, it's a must win. Which I thought was one of the... Uh, if you're a coach, you can't say that. Not not three weeks into the year. What if you lose that game? Which could happen. Must win. I I was blown away by that. But let me tell you something. Chris Lamonis may not come out and say it, but you heard Steve Robertson say it early in the week. And if you didn't, go check out the podcast, search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds, wherever you might find your podcast, or you can go check it out on YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. You better win all three games this weekend if you're Mississippi State. I'm just going to lay it out there. It's Lipscomb, it's at home, and you've already dropped too many games. I don't know what else to say. You better win all three games, and you don't even have a Saturday guy slated to start yet. Kate Smith out with injury. Aaron Nixon out with injury. The closer from Texas. Your best pitchers have been newcomers for the most part. Senjay, freshman. Lofton, freshman. Gartman, transfer. Aintema, before this past weekend, transfer. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you about where the progression is. It's befuddling that there hasn't been more progression on the pitching staff. But you're gonna have to get it together this weekend. You can't walk people. You can't get free bases. And here's the probably one of the most alarming things: you can't be dead last in the SEC in fielding percentage. Not as a fifth-year staff. Not with the talent that you bring in at, at Mississippi State. Ole Miss can't be it. State can't be it. You can't be that level of program and be last in fielding. Just can't. You can't. It's cost you wins already this year. I can think of at least two, if not three, that it has cost you. So it's a big weekend for Mississippi State. A lot more pressure in Startville than Oxford. Oxford, you're still playing with house money, baby. Still still good. Eleven and two. At worst, probably going to be thirteen and three after this weekend. Most likely going to be fourteen and two because I think they're a clearly better program than Purdue. So it's, it's a different atmosphere. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, live in the Bank Plus studio, talking a little SEC baseball and basketball. I got an interesting football topic for you coming up on the other side. Some audio from Emmanuel Forbes as he looks to uh, be the next Bulldog or Rebel to, to go in the first round. Trying to climb those draft boards. He sat down with Michael Yam of the NFL Network, guy who's been on the show, came on our show uh, when he was with the Pac-12 Network. Now with the NFL Network, Emmanuel Forbes and Michael Yam sat down. We're going to hear some of that conversation coming up next. And we also got an Edwin Watts Players Championship leaderboard update. Chad Ramey, Mississippi native, leading the players championship after round 1 yesterday. He'll tee off in just a couple hours today. But your, your player championship brought to you by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. Edwin Watts, before you tee it up, get squared away with Edwin Watts Golf Shop. More coming up next. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, Blake Scott, live in the Bank Plus studio with you, talking a little college football as we take our sights to the NFL draft. Some of the SEC stars that are popping up in the top picks, Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, Bryce Young. Could we have a running back? Could B. John Robinson from Texas go in the first round? Where will Ole Miss star Zach Evans go? What about Mississippi State star Emmanuel Forbes? Talking that and more as we uh, head into the weekend. Remember, it's game day for the Dogs and Rebs in baseball tonight. But you also have Mississippi State hoops in the SEC tournament. They're taking on Alabama at 12 today. Another opportunity for a big-time win for Chris Jansen company. They faced Alabama twice already. And as Chris said on the Ag of Equipment text line, hard to beat a team three times in a season, dogs by 90. There you go. Dogs by 90. There you go. Jared says definitely have to win the series, but it's not, quote, just Lipscomb. Look, I mean, it is just Lipscomb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you want to be a top-end program in, in college baseball, then you have to start thinking and acting like it. Alabama football doesn't go into a game going, oh man, we really need to we need to be worried about this uh number 38 recruiter. Really, really got to be worried. No. Alabama's not worried about Kentucky at 25. They're not worried about Missouri at whatever it is, 40. And Mississippi State and Ole Miss, baseball's a little different, but at the same time, when you welcome in a program into your home and you're This caliber of program, you should be able to dispatch of teams like Purdue and Arizona State and Lipscomb and Valparaiso and VMI and whoever else you want to put in there. You should be able to, and you should have that attitude. But I want to get into this NFL draft discussion. Emmanuel Forbes was on the NFL Network, and he talked with Michael Yam of the NFL Network, and he talked about the Combine the process some of the things he went through and you know, what he's trying to either show or work on as he looks to be a first round draft pick that's right he's number 38 on the on the prospect board according to uh, the NFL network number 38 of the top 50 so that you know that puts you right in the wheelhouse to get drafted and he may be one of the best maybe one of the best corners In this draft. This is Michael Yam and Mississippi State Corner, Emmanuel Forbes on the NFL Network.
1: All right, Emmanuel, take me through Indianapolis. What do you think worked well for you at the combine that's generating buzz that you're getting right now?
5: Uh, I would say my 40. A lot of people were pretty shocked that I uh, ran a 4 3. I thought it was pretty normal, so that's what I'll say. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Pretty normal, right? I'm I'm fast. Just in case you weren't abundantly aware of that. Hey, I've heard some of the critics talk about your size and that being an issue for you. Yet all you did was make plays. I mentioned the six interceptions uh, that you had last season, three pick sixes. What do you say to some of those critics?
5: Uh, really? I don't say anything to them. I play, do all the talking. Uh, I feel like if I went to you know another school, it, it'll be different. But I, I wear the maroon and white with pride, and I'm you know just do it, play football.
1: You know, I talked to one of the guys on the staff, and he had told me that your ball skills are as good as anyone's that he's ever been around, and that includes a guy that is now going into the Hall of Fame in Darrell Revis. When you hear that type of praise uh, from someone who has seen you day in and day out work, what does that mean to you?
5: Uh, it means a lot that he uh recognized the ball production, uh, my ball skills, and. It comes from playing receiver, and I, uh, I agree with him. I feel like I have the best ball skills in the whole draft, and that includes receivers too.
1: <laughs> you should be playing on the other side then. If that's the case, what, what are some of the things, Emmanuel, that you think you need to work on? Like Obviously, you were around some of those NFL guys. You know what the competition is at the Combine. You know you're one of the more talented players available in this draft, but how are you trying to get yourself better for week one of the NFL season?
5: Uh, just working on a lot of my press technique work like trying to perfect my technique and get it down, pack where I want it to be. And it's all honestly.
1: SEC. I think about a lot of the talent that's there. Who's the best wide receiver you went up against?
5: Uh, time about my career or just this year?
1: Yeah, I'll take the career.
5: Uh, Devontae Smith, without a doubt. He's a wonderful player. Just good at what he does and great routes. So Devontae Smith.
1: You know, one of the things, Emmanuel, that I I think you're aware of is people are going to be looking at your social media feeds, seeing what you're posting. We found something. I was hoping you could just sort of clarify for me. We run the SIP. Like I used to think I'm young. Um, I'm not anymore. Can you explain what that is?
5: Oh, they're saying we run Mississippi. So uh, Ole Miss, they got a thing that says we run the SIP after they won last year. And we won this past year, and, you know, we had to let them know that who really won, runs the up.
1: Yeah, all right. I, I like it. I knew it was the rivalry matchup. We looked at the date. I said, who was the matchup? <laughs> Ole Miss. You guys won. Congratulations on that victory. And now that you're looking ahead, hey, best of luck in the draft, man. Cannot wait to see where you land and see you be a playmaker once again on Sundays.
4: That was Emmanuel Forbes on the NFL Network with Michael Yam. Michael's a friend of the show. He's been on before, and we, we enjoyed having him on when he was with the Pac-12 Network. So uh, Emmanuel Forbes trying to make himself a first round draft pick. I love, I love a couple things about that. One, he says, "Man, I, I've always been this fast." That's <laughs> just hey, four three baby, four three speed. Come on now, that's me, that's me. I love that approach. I also love that, you know, Emmanuel didn't back down from kind of what critics are going to say. You know, you're always going to have critics in life. You're always going to have people who doubt you. Have people who, who try to focus on the negatives, focus on what you can't do. If you can focus on what you can do, focus on what you bring to the table and get better in areas where you have to get better, you're gonna stand out in life no matter what you do. And I think that's what Emmanuel Forbes is telling you. Look, hey, I'm a ball hawk. That's what I do. I go get the I go get the football. End of discussion. That's what I do. There's a lot of Trayvon Diggs in the way Emmanuel Forbes plays. Is he going to get beat on a couple? Of course, everybody does. But Emmanuel Forbes is going to be a playmaker. And that to me is something that you want to get when you're going to get a first round guy, get somebody who changes the game in a moment. Get somebody who can flip the game on its head in an instant. I think that's what Emmanuel Forbes trying to be at the next level. This is the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Blake Scott filling in for Bo Bounds. I want to give you an Edwin Watts leaderboard update. That's right. It's the Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass. Round two is underway right now. And this is an Edwin Watts update. Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road before you head to Dancing Rabbit Golf Club or your favorite course around the state. Check out Edwin Watts Golf Shop. Carry and the crew will take care of you whether it's clubs, balls, accessories, the gear, the bags, the clothing, whatever it might be, let Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road take care of you. Your Edwin Watts leaderboard, Chad Ramey, shot eight down. He is a Mississippi State grad. He's a Mississippi native. Shot eight down yesterday, eight under par. He still leads the way. He has not teed off yet today. There are some players making moves, though. In second, we've got a Trio of guys tied at seven under. Colin Morikawa. A lot of you guys might know that. Young Phenom. Colin Morikawa. He's 14th in FedEx Cups standings. He shot a seven down yesterday. He is not teed off yet today. But two guys who have teed off and are making runs at seven down, Ben Griffin, he's two under for the day. And Victor Howland, or Hovlin, I should say. Victor Hovlin is seven down. He's four down for the day. He's on fire right now. Seven down for the tournament. That is your leaderboard update. Chad Ramey from Mississippi, a Mississippi State grad, Mississippi native. He's looking for his biggest tournament finish of his career. It's on the great stage that is the Players' Championship, that iconic 17th green, the par 3 onto the island. You're hitting over water. Just an incredible... uh, incredible tournament. I want to give a shout-out to another Mississippi kid, Hayden Buckley. Hayden Buckley is a young guy from Mississippi. Score isn't what he wants it to be, but he hit a hole-in-one on 17 yesterday. That's right. Hit a hole-in-one on 17 yesterday at the Players' Championship. Got to be one of the most iconic moments of his young career. Out of bounds, ESPN, 105.9 The Zone, SEC Insider Hit coming up next. It's game day for the Dogs and the Red.
0: so excited to have our friend jake mangum in studio in the bank plus studio show is brought to you by farm bureau insurance bundle your car and home and save with your local farm bureau insurance agent show is also driven by your next ram truck at mac hike in Flowood. mac uh jake mangum now with the miami marlins we're all hoping um, that he gets to the big show. He's already been to AAA, which is incredible in itself, and has been working out in the off season in Starkville, Mississippi, where he became uh, uh, an All American and two Super Regionals, two CWSs. Jake Mangum in the house. Did was there a difference uh, in your junior year and senior years, or sophomore and junior year at MSU, as far as people recognizing? Which year did that kind of happen? No, I, you, I,
3: uh, uh, I mean, it's, it, it's for just about everybody on the baseball team whenever yeah. you're there. He's it's, being humbled, like. I mean,
4: he, he doesn't he, like to talk about himself. He was the himself.
3: SEC uh, hit king. Hit king
0: yeah. And,
4: yeah, okay. Well, he, he won the batting crown it, as a freshman. As a freshman. <laughs> so, I know Jake is like, everybody knows the baseball team. And to some extent, he is correct. People do recognize baseball players because their faces are in sure. front of the camera, You right? can actually see them. Correct. We can't see the football players. Correct. And we feel like we're only three feet away from them when you're around duty. That's Mabel. a good point. You feel like you're you can reach out and touch the player. And that's a, that's a crazy feeling, but when, when Jake
0: lying. is on deck, he's, right he's there. lying.
4: People recognized him differently. Than, it's okay. People recognize Tanner Allen, Rowdy Jordan, Jake Mangum differently than they recognize.
0: bullpen you do see right. exactly. we'll move on from that. He yeah. didn't want to do that. All right. <laughs> Jake Mangum on the out of bounds show. Um, Durangelo, yeah, he's. Tell me about him. Uh, I mean, the
3: whole team. Like this is this is the most impressive freshman class I've probably ever seen. At
0: Dakota like, Jordan it, and all. Yeah, like
3: the Dakota Jordan is he? That, that's that's special. That's special pure talent. And um you know, Durangelo, uh, Marshawn. I'm forgetting so many freshmen, but. Like that's that's a special. High Phil, I mean yeah. the list goes Yeah, High fill, yeah, Hubbard, Hubbard, yeah. Uh, it's there's a lot of guys that are going to be you know special talents there, and um, you know, and they got some JUCO talent too that came in. They got some transfer talent that came in. I'm really excited to see this baseball team. I watched them play this year um, in the scrimmages at practice. I've practiced with them a, you know a little bit here and there. Um, that's a really good team. Uh, I'm excited to see what they got for, um, and it, it, they open up in February with a tough schedule. I mean, I know they open I up with VMI that. with a three-game set, but they got Louisiana, Monroe, Southern Miss, Arizona State in February. Are they doing the Frisco Classic again? They're going to Dallas. That's They're going the to Dallas. That's first week of March, you're right. Um, Brutal. That's a, that's a tough opener. Um, so we're going to see what they got pretty quick. Yeah. And, and I don't know what the weekend rotation will be, if Durangelo will be weekend or not, but. Even if he's not weekend, you still have ULM and Southern Miss and February midweek game. So it's not like, I mean, you're going to need someone to roll out there on Tuesday night and, and pitch. Um, so it, I, I, I think it's going to be a really good team. And offensively, man, they, they got. Hunter Hines. Uh, yeah, that's crazy pop. Um, you know. A Kellum's led, back. Ledbetter special. Uh, Kellum. Um, Hunter Hines. I mean, they, they got they they're, they're going to have a full lineup like like a full lineup that can swing it
0: what's it like uh gerangelo you, you know you've seen mm-hmm. almost everything in baseball uh in the major leagues in the sec but seeing a guy pitch like that you just don't see from it from the left hand I mean, the I've right i've never
3: never seen it i've never seen it in person uh um you, you, i've seen it on videos on twitter but um, you know that's the first time i've seen it and it, it he's over 90 from both sides that's crazy crazy and, and you watch though in like 20 30 years though like there's going to be a bunch of people doing it okay i i say that but that's just a that's a you know shot in the dark but you know with how talent's going nowadays like every generation just gets better and better right it, it just does because training gets better you know you know just people get bigger uh more just, hours. Yeah, you know, more, at 9, more 11, hours. Yeah, like now you have so many guys like just, just playing sports, focusing on sports. And yeah, it's 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 crazy. But, um, you know, and now you're going to have a you know, a bunch of Mississippi people like that really pay attention to college baseball see this dude do it. Right. And I bet they're going to try. There's a lot of people that are going to yeah, try to yeah. do it going forward. And, uh, we'll see. But no, he's the first I've ever seen, and, and he's over 90 from both sides. Um, right hand is definitely a harder throwing left hand is a little slower like blake said and uh you know yeah, he's good though I, I stood in on a bullpen it, it's it's special stuff
0: wow jake mangum on the out of bounds show what about so not many guys walk in the league as true freshmen and have you know an insane amount of success you did uh you did describe what it was like early but you got thrown in the mix you figured it out and you had you uh you know an awesome year uh is dakota jordan i mean do you think he could play and, and perform early
3: yeah absolutely uh, uh man it's 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 the game of baseball it's the same game you've always played the talent gets better it's the same way in pro ball i mean it's just every level you go up you got to just figure out what's different about it and um the difference of high school and college is just there's more pressure there's more more eyes on you there's but you know the guys that can handle that are, they'll succeed for a long time if they can do it if you prove you can do it at Mississippi state you uh, you know just from what we 're seeing with guys that go on the pro baseball, if you can do it at Mississippi state, you can do it in pro ball no I mean, there's a lot of people succeeding at miss succeeded at Mississippi State doing it in pro ball. um and a lot of guys that weren't expected to do it in pro ball that's the thing like no one thought adam frazier would go have the career he's having right now no no one like no scouts thought adam frazier would go out and be an all-star um you know he and i mean there's so, too many professional baseball names to start dropping but you know that's just the one that always stands out to me because i love his game but you know it's just for these freshmen they just got to understand that it's the same thing it's the same exact game just you know uh, it is a learning curve but there's no reason you can't
0: figure it out quick so you mentioned mindset earlier in the show and cohen told us that for the most part more times than not the difference in making it in mlb is between the ears Uh, everybody thousand percent okay
3: yeah i mean in pro ball everybody's there for a reason everyone's talented you know and, and that's the you know you see so much talent in college and you get the pro ball then you start seeing guys like that just were just born with just insane amount of power and insane amount of speed insane amount of you know a fastball that comes out it's the same in you know in in the in the sec and and, i mean heck at every level really there's always going to be people that are talented and but the guys that work hard, the guys that you know have the mindset have the best chance of succeeding for a long period of time. It, you know the old saying like hard work doesn't guarantee anything, but it sure as hell helps. Absolutely. Um there's no secret to that. I try and,
0: to tell Blake that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> See it, and and I'll I'll no be, I'll be the first to tell you if I would have, you know, taken weight training seriously in high school, I, it would have helped me a lot sooner. Um you know, I and y'all know the whole story in 2020 was kind of like my year of completely focusing on that. Right. Cause we didn't have a baseball season, but you know, if I could go back in time, I wish I would have worked a little bit harder in high school, you know, and that's the, that's what I'm, I haven't allowed me to have since, you know, about halfway through college I, I really started training hard in the weight room. I thought I could just hit my way to the league. It doesn't work like that. You know, it, it's, it's a full thing, you know, um, being strong doesn't help you hit a baseball, but it helps you hit a baseball harder. And, right, and professional baseball really cares about how hard you hit a baseball. Sure, um, you know, and and you see that um, in drafts and stuff. You can hit four hundred, but if you don't hit for power, they don't care. Um, but the mindset piece in baseball is everything. It's you really got to. How, how many days
0: do you lift a week? All season six, in um, end season three. Okay.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Jake Mangum. On the Out of Bounds show, you can watch it right now. YouTube, search Out of Bounds Sports. We would love for you to hit the subscribe button. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Blake Scott?
4: Yeah, we mentioned this already. Everybody's well aware of your what you did at Mississippi State. You started as a freshman. <clears throat> you end up getting the hit batting king record that year, the you know batting title that year, 408. But you had a ton of pieces around you in 2016 a lot of leaders, a lot of veteran guys. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to be the leader. You ended up being mm-hmm. a, a huge part of the offense as the leadoff guy, but you didn't have to be the locker room leader. Last year, we saw a team at Mississippi State that kind of maybe lacked that locker room leadership or just didn't have the steadying force. Now you've got a huge group of freshmen. You've got a lot of talent, but what would you say to someone who's trying to take that step from like Hunter Hines, who last year was a good player, but this year maybe has to be a good leader and a good player? What would you say to someone who had to kind of walk that tightrope already.
3: Well, I wouldn't say last year they didn't have any leadership. I mean, they were a year away, year out of... And I know that that is the narrative of last year, I guess, but they won a national championship the year before, so a lot of guys on last year's team know, knew what it took to win a championship. Um, but the same thing goes for this year. I mean, they got guys in that locker room that's been to Omaha a bunch and, you know, that, that went in 19, that went in twenty twenty one. 21... Um, they got guys that have a ring, you know. I, a, a lot of you know, a lot of guys at Mississippi State. Pretty much everyone, other than that one year, have never won a national championship. So, uh, you know, I'd say that they got they have experience too. I mean, you got Luke Hancock. He's the first team like true like team captain wearing a C on his chest in the history of the program. I think. So that's a, that's a big honor, and I know he's the right guy to do it. Yeah. Um, Uh, Kellum Clark's third year is it's, it's, it's kind of his year to, you know, take over that role. And you got a bunch of guys, um, you know, it's just kind of where they're at right now. And I I like what, what they're doing right now, for sure. As a, as a whole, as a team, as a coaching staff, like they're going to be just fine. I think they have a
0: great bounce back year this year and, and, uh, it's going to be good. Yeah. I think it's all about the mound. Well, I say that I, I do think majority of it. Jake knows more than I do. If they can get that right, then they could they could do some things in May and June. Jake Mangum on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. All right, let's switch gears for a second. We may go back to baseball. Um, we had a whole show, and it was called the Great Steak Debate. Mm-hmm. All right. And how do you like your, first of all, most everybody loves steak, and we were talking about all sorts of different things how to cook it, all this kind of stuff. How do you like your steak cooked? I like a filet medium. Okay. We can work with that, Like, Yeah, Yeah, that's doable. Yeah. If he wasn't leaving tomorrow, we could cook him a steak tonight. You cooked a great steak. Blake cooked a great steak last week on the cast iron skillet. Right, It was seared medium rare. Uh, Phenomenal. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Compound butter. Couldn't go wrong. Uh, He
4: made his own butter.
0: Yeah. Can you believe that? It's a true story impressive i yeah. know oh. yeah i'm like you
4: in the kitchen i'm the jake mangum of of the kitchen is basically what <laughs> they call me the hit king the oh cook king over gosh. there <laughs>
0: all right no, but the ahead. big debate
4: was not only just how you get your steak cooked but it was also a little bit of like does that say something about you so let me ask this as someone who has lived with a lot of people from a lot of different walks of life oh this is good in baseball yeah have you ever sat down to a table like y'all are gonna eat steak, you're gonna do something like that, and you're like, I can't believe this guy or person is is getting their meat cooked this way, or did, does it speak like to well you? done? Yeah,
0: are you like, wow, this guy's crazy? Like it's beef jerky by the time it hits the <laughs> table, and y'all give him a hard time, Jake Mangum? Uh No, I mean, you don't want to give up his name. That's okay. No, I by Tanner Allen.
3: Not not with <laughs> <a> s- <laughs> T.A., man, he's funny. Um. <laughs> You know, I guess, I guess the Latin culture and pro ball is like the one thing I'd say, like it's, it's a very different type of cuisine than than we're used to. Um, like I went down to the Dominican Republic in 2019 fall, they, their breakfast, we do breakfast better. I'll I'll go out and say that we definitely do breakfast better, at least from my point of view. And then, um. But man, they do lunch really really well. They always have rice and they always have some sort of meat with it. Yeah. And that's all I ever need for lunch, just yeah. rice and meat. Protein. And yeah, it's protein, carbs and you know, that's it. And uh, and they do lunch very very well. Uh they do it's very very good. But they, they I've, there's definitely been some some uh latin meals that I've had that I did not like at all. Right. There's also been some ones I've liked. Oh, um
0: their food is a
3: lot yeah, of it's so amazing my last name's mangum and um the most you know latin americans whenever they hear that that they always it's like call me mangu and uh I that, love that's it. that's a dominican dish it's like mashed up rice and meat and like imagine like a chipotle bowl that you make yeah. and you just mash it up into like yeah. one big mashed potato okay and you put it in a bowl that's mangu Okay. So they always call me Mangu, and whenever you have Mangu Day, they freak out, and they kind of like, you know, like laugh, like laugh with me. <laughs> do you That's now? So
4: do you speak Spanish now after playing I in minors? Don't, I don't. I got years?
3: a yeah. uh, Spanish for dummies book a couple <laughs> of weeks ago. I'm going to try to – I'm going to read that I while I'm in the month. hotel
0: room. I spent a month in Mexico. I, I took Spanish three and four. I took Spanish one and two in high school. I, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. Jackson I did. prep Spanish, baby. What's up? I – so i had to get out of college you know i had so i thought we'll go to mexico for 30 days and took spanish three and four basically we just drank corona and tequila and had a good time and i made two a's it was pretty simple jake mangum uh on the out of bounds show espn 105.9 the zone speaking of diet protein do you track your calories no i don't track my calories i track my weight though i,
3: I weigh just about every day um i'm pushing 200 pounds now um uh, just crazy. Uh, I played I played uh my freshman year at MSPSA I was 160 165 <laughs> pounds. I was skinny as a rail in my freshman year. Sophomore year I gained a couple pounds, junior year, a couple pounds and senior year, I made a little bit of a jump. Uh, but yeah, I'm like 198, you know, 199, 197 fluctuating around there. I don't really want to hit 200. <laughs> I don't want to stay under that, but that's a good weight. That's yeah, a good weight. You good like weight. where you are? 198? Yeah. Yeah. I, when I was training in twenty twenty, out of like a big, uh, his name's Eric Cressy, big, um, big like trainer in professional sports. The average weight of a major league center fielder is one hundred ninety nine pounds. Um, and granted, that's including Aaron Judge playing center field. So it's a bit, sure. like there's outliers. There's definitely some skinny. Yeah. There's definitely some bigger. But I've always, uh, you know, since then I've always just thought, let's. Let's be let's be right around there. Let's be mm-hmm. right around the average weight of a center fielder, and keep my speed and hit for a little bit more power. And um, I tell you what, hitting in uh, hitting in Florida in April is going to be a lot better than New York, uh, just in regards to weather. Wow! So, so the ball is going to fly a little bit better in April. So if I have if I don't have any more home runs than I have the last couple of years, then y'all know something's
0: wrong. So we'll see. <laughs> hey, how how much did your dad weigh when he played at the Chicago Bears?
3: man when i i don't know i don't know in the pictures he looks small as heck so
0: (laughs) i looked him up a couple years ago looks like he
3: hit arms every day and nothing else so (laughs) and i know he's listening
0: (laughs) to shout out john mangum uh blake scott on the uh, but he likes it like like my
3: dad he'll he'll like last night he gave me three t-shirts i wear it we'll you know He'll give me some clothes sometimes, vice versa. And right. you know, he gave me these shirts and he was like, Yeah, they don't fit me a little tight in the chest. I was like, and he was like, They fit you perfect
0: though. And I was like, all right.
3: <laughs>
0: all right, man. I love That's it.
3: fantastic.
0: Do we want to Well I have a question? Do you want to go Minshew or you got a question? I, we still we got plenty do of time. Yeah. My question
4: would be we were joking about me playing disc golf, and you said you didn't play disc golf. But my question would be if you were gonna play a sport Ooh. outside of baseball, which one would and it can be Something as weird as like ping pong or whatever. I know ping pong's a huge like minor league, major league baseball locker room thing. So I don't know. Is do you have a sport that you would be like, oh, I could, I'd go pro in this sport if it wasn't putt, baseball? Putt.
3: There you go. Putt putt. Mini golf. Uh, I, and you can ask. You can ask Minshew. Like like look, I'll give Gardner credit. Like we go in basketball, we'll go and do all that. And you know my other buddies, Andrew Lula, Houston Smith, Josh. Like, oh, my highest, like closest friend in group. We would go play putt putt a lot and man I I'd kick I'd kick their tail and and put put man but everything else I'm not very good at like <laughs> I will say like I don't pick up things and I'm not just naturally good at them I'm really not
0: and I think people think that about you People do think that
3: and that's the so very like I don't tell people I'm like awful at basketball or awful at you know whatever they don't believe it and which is just because you know I, I play baseball decent and you know and that's decent. and that's <laughs> Uh, easy. Uh, and but putt putt man I will I I'm putt putt's the the one thing I've just been really good at and I'm not that great of a golfer like I don't score well in golf Did you play
0: some in the off season or Oh yeah did you get, Oh okay. yeah And uh that's
3: the best did part hit, about living in in you know training in Starfall with the guys is twenty five minutes twenty minutes from Mossy Oak and Ma- Old Ma- Waverly Mossy Ma- 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 Oak and Old Waverly man. man those two golf courses are incredible They are. The, re- the refuge out here now is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I love playing golf in the offseason. Hey, Starkville Country Club, they've done an amazing Starple job. Starkville Country Club's done an amazing job. Uh, the State Golf Course,
0: yeah, they, uh, they, they amazing it. job. They That's redid right. it.
3: There's just really good golf around Starkville. There is. Uh, really,
0: really good golf. Waverly and Mossy Oak, un, gorgeous. Hey, gorgeous. Are, so since you went on the weightlifting kick the last four years, um, do you, I mean, can you tell in driving the golf ball too?
3: Yes, but if I go out there and try to hit it really hard, I don't I don't hit them straight. Yeah. So it's golf for me is just going out there and hit it straight. It's a that's a hard sport, man. Oh, it's a very hard sport. If if you go out there and you truly play it where it lies, you take every putt, which I've come to learn not many people do in <laughs> golf. It it is really hard to score as like to score well. Yeah. Like scoring is. It's crazy. It's it's crazy how hard that sport is. Like it's like watching the
0: PGA Tour now. Uh, like four straight days of that's just insane. Who's the best? Uh, who's the best? Mississippi. You know, you just mentioned a bunch of names you've been hanging out with the last few weeks. Yeah. Who's the best golfer? Former player. I couldn't tell you, man. Okay. Um, I, I didn't I, know if like somebody jumped I out. played a lot of golf. Had a three, four, um, five handicap or something. Oh know, it,
3: It's. That's a tough question. I got that's a tough question. Two minutes. Let's right.
0: switch gears. Gardner Minshew. Yeah. Your buddy. He'll be a free agent this offseason. I'm excited yeah. for him because I think he's gonna land in a spot where he can compete for the starting job. Mm-hmm. Um he did a hell of a job in Jacksonville when they were melting down around him. Um he's in the Super Bowl. Have you talked to him? I haven't talked or to him text- since
3: the NFC ch- I, I I text him after the NFC championship, but he he's a guy like when it's you know, end season he's not even on his phone at all yeah like he, he's we've talked a couple times throughout the year yeah facetime and stuff like that but you know he's locked in right now and um i know he's he's not starting but man he's one play away one play away from playing in the super bowl and um i know how hard he works and i know he's going to get an opportunity somewhere um I'm just really excited to see you know what the future holds for him. I know how hard he works. I know it's going to pay off, and uh, and I know how much he loves the game of football. Sure, and, uh, you, you he's you know one of my best friends ever, and um, I really hope he gets a ring. Um, I hope he gets a ring and then gets to go somewhere where he gets a fair shot at being uh, being the starting quarterback. Yeah, and um, and that's all you can ask for in professional sports just just the opportunity. You you, you just want the
0: opportunity. 30 seconds. Did you see Will Rogers at all while you were up there?
3: Uh, not. Never really saw him. I watched him play. Yeah. Um, uh, he'll hope. be a fourth-year starter. man. Fourth-year like starter. He, Doesn't he have a fifth-year eligibility? He does for COVID. Yeah, so he'll get five years of being the starting quarterback. That's, I don't know. Except
0: Brandon Water, that Rankin County yeah, Water. that's right. That's your, right, Rankin County. Rankin County. Will's
3: done a great job, and I, I, I hope they keep making the steps forward. And, uh, I I love the Ornette hire. Absolutely love the
0: Ornette hire. I do too. I think he's
3: got a Chip on his shoulder, and I think he's going to, I think he really loves Starkville too. Thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Best Anytime. of
0: luck. We wish you all the success in the world. He is Jake Mangum, and he joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. If you missed any of this hour, it will be on Apple Podcast and Spotify in about 30 minutes, or you can go back to YouTube, search Out of Bound Sports, and watch it. Thank you, Jake Mangum and his family, and uh, we will be keeping up with him throughout the season with the Miami Marlins. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday.